Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is pre recorded.
Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Man, got a radio show. <laughs> Real glad about it, too. You know, um, I, I, um, I hope that God always uh, keeps me in the frame of, frame of mind to try to be sharing and um, try to be uh, motivational and uplifting, even, even when it's not uh, felt or, or wanted by some people. I have people around me uh, who who seem to not benefit at all for anything, and I, I can sit with them and talk to them or take meetings with them to try to encourage them, and for whatever reason, you know, they want to just keep going the way they're going. Uh, when you run into people like that, uh, you have to pray for them. You have to just hope that one day uh, that they uh, release the chains on their mind and open up your mind to a new way of thinking. A couple of things I wanted to go over with. I want you to all today, in terms of motivation, I want you to be aware of statements or old sayings that have been created that you hear over the course of time, and you may be applying them to your life, and I want you to be careful of some of them. Because some of these old sayings, man, are not designed for people who are dreamers are not designed for people who have any aspirations of being extraordinary. These are not designs or, 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 or sayings that people who want to be extremely successful at anything or have high aspirations to put these sayings into your life. Let me give you an example. Statistics say. That's it. That's the one I want you to be careful about statistics say be very careful of stats when a person says you know statistics say one out of every what see listen to me these are things that sound like they're good sound solid advice but they're setting you up for failure and you can't adhere yourself to a lot of these sayings that's been passed down from generations, and it's not scripture. It, it ain't in the scripture nowhere that statistics say. It's just some people, and a lot of people who have lost have come up with these sayings to justify why they keep losing or why they lost. When I was uh, first got started in the business, there were more stand-ups around now than it is today because the comedy boom in uh, 84, 85 was, um, uh, it was gaining a lot of momentum. comedy clubs, comedy nights everywhere. The statistic that a guy told me, I told him I wanted to be on the Johnny Carson show, the Tonight Show. The guy said one out of every 2,000 comedians ever make it to the Tonight Show. Okay. Now, when he told us that, some of the comedians in the room went, well, wow, man, that's that's rough. Because a guy had also said that there was approximately 
6,000 comedians in the country at that time. I don't know if it was true. I'm just telling you, guy was out there spewing numbers. I have no idea how many it was. But he said one in every 2,000 will make it to the Tonight Show. And he let the air out of everybody in the room but me. So every night before I went on stage, I used to do this right here. That was the Tonight theme song. I was young, opening act, nowhere near Hollywood. Didn't I was in Cleveland telling jokes at one-nighters, but that was my thing. Because I was bent and determined that if it's one in 2,000, okay, why don't I just be the one? Be careful when people say statistics say, because they are set up to for failure if you're going to adhere to them. See, that one in so many, it one in so many people win the lottery, but if you don't play the lottery, you ain't going to be the one to hit. Now, when the dude hit, you go, wow, he was lucky, but he played. Here's another one. Maybe it's not meant to be. All right, let's go one step further. I guess it wasn't the Lord's will. Don't you dare blame God for something you may have not done yourself because you didn't get the proper education because you didn't do the things you were supposed to do because you didn't stay to the task because you quit, turned around and went the other way. Now, maybe it's not. It wasn't the Lord's will. These are all statements that sound like sound advice, but they ain't all the time got nothing to do with you. Stop letting these old Foggy sayings get in your way of what can happen in your life. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Why? Who, who came up with this? Who came up with this? If you don't pour all your efforts into one thing, how are you going to be great at that one thing? If Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird had not played basketball sun up to sundown, Magic Johnson didn't go to uh, Michigan to get an education. Larry Bird ain't go to Indiana to get an education. These cats was balling. Michael Jordan didn't go to North Carolina to get an education. They went to play ball. They went to do one thing. Tiger Woods didn't go to Stanford to get an education. He went to play golf. Soon as he got good enough, he gone. These are guys that put all their eggs in one basket. See, what's, what's cool with putting all your eggs in one basket is you now can maximize your effort and laser beam what you're doing. Your problem is all you got to do is make sure what is your basket made out of. If your basket is made out of faith, hope, hard work, and belief, then guess what? That's a good basket. I'm dumping all mine in it. Because ever since I was a young dude, I've been telling jokes. One thing, one thing only. Even when it got ugly and I was living in a car, I never quit telling them jokes, man. I just kept believing that them jokes was going to pay me one day. And I'd be doggone if it didn't. I ain't take no time off, go work at the Walmart, get me a job, go back to Ford and beg for my job back. Hey, man, put all your eggs in a basket. Just make sure that your basket is made up of faith, hope, belief, hard work. Your, your basket woven by God, what you tripping for? You're defeating yourself. Where is your faith? Where is your belief? Where is your trust? 
At one point in time, you got to believe that God could do what he say he going to do because he done done it for others. He'll most certainly do it for you. Be careful of these sayings that's out here that's aligned by losers and people to justify why they are not succeeding. Don't apply this stuff to your life and it ain't got nothing to do with you. You're going to mess yourself up. All right? Okay. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, it is upon us a new day. Gratitude. Oh, man, thank you, Lord for waking me up this morning. I feel good about that, man. Wow, what a great blessing it is to get up every morning. Y'all to celebrate that. It's a new day. Let's get it on. Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Woo! Well, a good hard laugh. I needed that. <laughs> Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, Martha the South Jr., government name, Kill Spates, legend of nephew Tommy, yours truly. Uh, yeah. Junior, what's on your mind today? Okay, Unc. Well, let's talk about it, man. Um, you my mentor. You help me with a lot of things. Unc, do you have mentors? Do you have people that you turn to at your level right now? Yeah, yeah. A couple of people that I can call when I am when I feel sort of stuck, you know, because you need a friend, mm-hmm. you know, that you can run stuff by sometimes. Sometimes you just want to say it out loud and bounce it off another person. So I got a couple people I can call, you know. Mm. I call them. They're all men. Uh, not saying women aren't capable. I just, I'm not allowed to call them, though. <laughs> <laughs> Could you, you say that? Got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what is, who you running yeah. this by? Why you running yeah. this yeah. by her? <laughs> For what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 how she know? <laughs> oh, you, oh, you didn't want to ask your wife? Okay. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Happen, I'm with so. I'm with her on that. Yes. <laughs> no, I do, man. Uh, I tell you who I don't call though, and this is going to help us out today. Mm-hmm. I tell you Ooh. who I would never call. Never. Herschel Walker. <laughs> right. That's a resounding no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Today, man, I hope we find a couple of commercials that I want to point out to our attention. But mm-hmm. the one is not a commercial, but an endorsement from Lindsey Graham for Herschel Walker, telling black people how oh. important Herschel Walker is to us. Oh, and he's speaking I, for he, us. He I knows wish, us. 
Man, I wish I had kept that. It was uh-huh. the worst thing. Since when does Lindsey Graham care about what's best for us or even uh-huh. know what's best for us, but have the audacity to tell us how good Herschel Walker is for us? But then he didn't realize he was saying it's good for conservatism because mm. Herschel Walker will lead more African Americans to conservatism if he were to get elected. He's just what the African Americans needed. I was looking at him going, <laughs> boy. He actually said this. He actually said it. I wish I, I hope I find it so I can play it back to this morning mm-hmm. of what Lindsey Graham said on behalf of him, but it's just ridiculous, and we got a big runoff election coming off uh, here in Georgia. It's down to Georgia again. I want all of our constituents who, who voted to go back to the polls and vote again, and I want the ones who set out to understand how important it is for you not to sit that out because had you not set out, it would have been enough. But then I think we've got to talk to our other people who are non-African American and ask them, what are you thinking with Herschel Walker? (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Steve. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, we'll have some church complaints from Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now. It's Monday, you know, so we got to have some church complaints from Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam. We, we gavel this morning dosperiously. Yeah. Knowing that arbitrarily we will justify <laughs> into the realm of reality. That's right. We this morning we come to you with osquaciousness. Mm. <clears throat> oh, that boy. <laughs> you know, and things He's of so that smart. nature. He's smart like Sometimes we dietarily, dietarily, <laughs> regressingly progress. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And let us begin now with church complaints from our very own Deacon Def Jam. Yes, all right, Pastor. Uh, Brother Tyron Beasley, uh, he has an issue. Now, he dressed up like Black Panther this weekend and uh, uh. Got, his, got his butt whooped at the McDonald's drive-thru and at the dollar store. He says he's stuck in the suit and can't get it off. He wants the church's help. That's your call on that, Pastor. We don't do a uh, Halloween help. <laughs> we visit the sick and the shut-in. That's now, right. The only way we can help him is he go in the house and call in as a sick and shut-in from now on. And then we can send our uh, sister Abigail over there and cut him out the suit. Abigail. But as long as he's oh. going out in his ass well, there's nothing we can do about that because we don't want to run up on one ourselves. <laughs> it's nothing. But did he go nothing. to the movie, Deacon? This I don't know if he went to the movie. Why kind of forever? Let me say that first and foremost. But I don't know if he went to the movie or not. But well, I understood that he's been walking everywhere because the latex suit, he's so big, he can't turn the steering wheel because it's caught on the plethora. <laughs> Can't go right or left in his car. 
<laughs> a mess. <laughs> I got the visual on that. I got the visual. All right, uh, moving on, uh, 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 Pastor. Uh, Brother Marvin's funeral, as you know, was this past uh, Saturday. Now, apparently, the funeral home did not, you know, they normally sew the suit sleeves down. And uh, they didn't do that. And during the funeral, Brother Marvin's arm moved and flung outside the casket. Uh, we got 60 members in ICU. They was all trying to get out the door at the same time. Uh, we need to go down there and visit these people as well as pay for a few hospital bills. You know, that's the second time that's happened. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's why I've said from now on at all funerals, the double doors at the back of the church have to remain open. Because <laughs> these victims was trampled getting Aww. out of there. It happened Aww. at the wake, too. That's why hey, we has our wakes right in front of the uh, 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 service, not the night before. Keep the double doors open that way. Because I remember uh, four years ago, uh, Sister Arbeline sat straight up in her casket. He sure did. I remember that. I remember that. What? Do, do you now? I said straight up. And I shot out that door. I meant I that. know you did. We didn't have church for a month. <laughs> uh, we got an issue. I don't, you know, you know, the temperature is just so tense right now. But our white members are wanting to march for their own shopping day. They saying that after huh? Black Friday they want white Saturday. Uh mm. I don't I don't mm. understand what this but they want us to march with them for this call. And it's 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 your call, what? Pastor. But that's what they We're want. We're not they doing want that. Uh, they've been had white Christmas. What do you want? <laughs> oh, speak on it. You better minister, Pastor. I'm dreaming. Yeah. Of a white Christmas. Come on, Pastor. All we got is a Black Friday. <laughs> and you got a problem with that now. <laughs> Lord <laughs> have mercy. What about 4th of July? <laughs> that ain't possible. <laughs> and the rockets red glare. Bombs <laughs> bursting in air. Come on, man. What about today. the National Air? Oh, say, can you see? Yeah, the dogs early light. Mm-hmm. Come on, what so proudly we hail <laughs> yeah. as the twilight last gleaming. Ain't nobody wrote that but a white. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. There's not a moving line in that song. <laughs> a moving Especially line. That second verse. Not Woo. one emotionally stirring note. <laughs> in You're the right. Rockies. Red glare, who wants to be shot at? <laughs> the bombs oh, bursting in air. That's an invasion. <laughs> well, they prove through right. the night. Let me get oh, to this. Now, one, oh, no, now it's dark outside. <laughs> <laughs> and we shoot. You're going to need to hear this one. Uh, hold on to yourself now. I, I'm just the one that brings the news. Uh, Herschel yes, Walker sir. wants to come and speak here at the church to Boo. help his runoff. Boo. To help his runoff against Senator uh-huh. uh, Warnock. Now, he's asking Boo. all the men to wear overalls and straw hats. <laughs> and, uh, 
And he wants to he wants all the ladies to wear dusters that they that they normally wear around the house. Not happening. He said he also not. wants to teach us a new line dance called Shuck and Jive. It's up to you, Pastor, if you want. Wait. Not gonna happen. I'm almost inclined to have Herschel. Oh really? Really? It's a damn shame he's in a running for this hill. Says the wrong All right. thing about this country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, thank All you. Right. That is church complaints for today. Uh, coming up next, we're going to ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, will be in the building for your love questions right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, comedian Dave Chappelle hosted Saturday Night Live's post-election episode like he has for the past couple of years, and his monologue is already, already being criticized. And Netflix will have its first ever live streaming stand-up comedy show. It will star Chris Rock. But right now, it is time to ask the CLO. Anne in Long Island writes, I'm 35 and I sell cars. I've been dating a guy I sold a car to. He's got great credit, swag, uh, a, a nice house, and he's cute. The only problem is that he has a speech impediment. I end up helping him talk and it frustrates him. I get frustrated too, and I want to suggest speech therapy. Would that hurt his feelings? Steve, I don't know, you know, stutter. well, mm-hmm. Herschel. Huh? <laughs> Right, right. Is, is yeah. she dating Herschel? <laughs> no. She no, said a 36-year-old. She's 36. Just a guy. She sold a car to. Oh, I thought it was a Herschel. Because no. he got a speech impediment, too. It's, 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 it's you know how long all, it took to buy that car? It's all <laughs> Well, see, if a speech impediment is stuttering, though, that's going to be, that's going to hurt me. Because I have a special affinity for people who stutter. Because yeah, I stutter she said it. myself. Mm-hmm. She said that's she helps them. Yeah, it might be. She didnn't say stuttering, but it might be. Because well, that's she what tries it is. That's them. the only one you can help them with. You can't help mm-hmm. nobody with nothing else. You know, yeah. you got a lisp. It's mm-hmm. just a lisp. Ain't nobody finna yeah. take all the SPs and STs out your words. <laughs> They're just going to let you say it. <laughs> 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 so should she say it. Yeah. <laughs> Should she suggest speech therapy? Will that hurt his feelings? No, nah, no, nah, that ain't going to help, dog. That ain't, you're going to have to go and just work with him. Yeah. That's not it's gonna hard to quit him? studying when you're real old because you don't believe you can. So, well, you know, what is she, she doing? Is she finishing his sentences? Yeah. You know, like, see, Tommy, you go ahead and start studying, and I'll show you how she's doing. So, 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 you, 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 so what he's trying to say is so you just be <laughs> asking, yes, oh, I want to go to dinner. Okay. Yeah. So she just cuts them off. We, 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 you want to, want to. Tonight, tonight will be fine, baby. Oh, <laughs> man. Tonight will be fine. <laughs> Why Bro, you, I was just you, thinking you, about, this, you, you know, steak restaurant will be good, too. <laughs> man. <laughs> we don't have no, that. That's a terrible show. Ah, we have terrible. terrible on this show. We terrible. No, no, no. No, she helping him. You got to. Or else it's going to be a minute. <laughs> well, they're, they're together. <laughs> and and she's doing her part. You know, yeah, they have time. Just work with mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so just work with them, you're saying. Yeah, well, work she, with him. Okay. Go on, learn, anticipate. Tongue tied. Oh. When tongue tied on the show, surely translate. Sure did. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Because sure tongue tied mm-hmm. is a real character that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. 
named Lil John. Mm. <laughs> Not yeah. Lil John. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Moving on to Carrie in St. Louis. Carrie says, I took my mom to the doctor and we stopped by the store so she could buy a Coke. I gave her a $20 bill for her Coke and she bought a lotto ticket with my change. Days later, I found the ticket in my car and it's worth $200. Mom is tripping and it was my money that she used. So do I owe her any of the money? Yeah, 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 yeah. All you get out of that is your 20. Your mama get the 180. <laughs> Woo, that's how that worked. Yeah, mm. you owe her the 20. I mean, you get your 20 back. But it was your mama's ticket, and it's worth 200. And she bought the lottery tickets. If she hadn't bought the lottery ticket, there would be no 200. Mm-hmm. So get your 20 back, so which is all you wanted anyway, and give your mama the 180. And let your Jackpot. mama have that. And then, mm-hmm. and Why then you can't let your mama, mama have that? Yeah, let your mama yeah. have that. Yeah. Oh, if it wasn't more than that, it'd be a fight. Oh, no. I wouldn't even have told you. Yeah, I wouldn't have told you. Right, show. right, right. Mm-hmm. All right, cold, moving Steve. on to uh, Tisha in Duluth. Tisha says, I just found out my husband had an affair for three months. His mistress called and sent pictures. I find it odd that he would cheat because I'm always down to have a threesome. Our marriage is very what? unconventional. What? <laughs> so. So do I have the right to be upset? Well, wow. you always down for a threesome. You always down for cheating anyway. He just mm-hmm. made it a foursome. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between threesome and a foursome? Uh, that would be four one. people four and three one. people. Well, people. I mean, marriage is, is between one. only two people. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they, so and once you introduce is... the third and you cool with that, ain't no need to be tripping about the fourth. Well, I guess because he didn't tell her he had the affair, Steve. Oh, you months? need permission? Mm. That's not how cheating works. Mm. That's not mm. how cheating works, mm-hmm. folks. Yeah. Cheating is not a permissible uh, in, in fa- uh, uh, infraction. You don't get permission to cheat. Then it wouldn't be cheating. You're asking for permission. And who going to give you permission? Nobody. So she's, okay, let me ask you this. She says their marriage is very, very unconventional. So obviously it's not open then. Would you say? No, it's, it's not unconventional. It. it is open. It's very well, ain't unconventional. No it for sure. yeah, ain't no so now it. it's some more unconventional stuff that happened in it. What's wrong? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You said it was unconventional. <laughs> he tired of doing it with her, dog. He tired of doing it with her. I'm Already. Yeah. You always <laughs> down for a threesome. Okay, cool. Why would he cheat? Well, you shouldn't even be hurt. <laughs> That's what. That's what. what that's the, her question. Does she have what the right to be a pet? What, what the hell? You've seen these people in here before. <laughs> now you mad they had dinner? Now what is the surprise that it's some more people in here? <laughs> what? She's always down for whatever, but uh, yeah. Well, she then wants get to, to be in down. She doesn't like oh, get to be in down because here goes some more whatever. Mm-hmm. Hurt? Why? But she is hurt, though. That's stupid. (laughs) You can't 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 be okay with cheating and not be okay with Mm -hmm. cheating. You said it. it. Be careful for what you wish for. You Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. Because we got plenty more with it. You owe you like cheating? We got plenty more where that come from. Yeah. Yeah. She's mad he didn't tell her. (laughs) I ain't got to tell you. (laughs) <laughs> just said right, you look. was down for whatever. Mm-hmm. 
You said she's threesome. seen these people before. <laughs> yeah. All I and did was go over there and test it out before it came over here. Because I don't want an inferior product coming into our house. Oh. Oh. Uh-huh. So I went over and tested it out for three yeah. months, and it didn't work out. It was just what I thought it was, a little bit much. Now, here this heaven sending pictures. Look how she is. See, we would have had that in our marriage. Ain't you fortunate? That I went over here and found this out before she started mm-hmm. sending. She'd have pictures of us everywhere. <laughs> she said she you finds said it fortunate. odd that he would cheat. She finds it odd that we would that he would cheat. That is you found it lie. odd he would cheat. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. You didn't uh, think it was odd when he bought the first one in there? That wasn't a little odd. No. <laughs> you was down with whatever. That's See, that's right. what happened when you down with, with whatever. Go on, get to being down. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, CLO. Thank you. Uh, Coming up at uh, (laughs) the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through... It's true magic, because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. All right, so I know you guys saw Dave Chappelle's monologue Saturday night, uh, on Saturday Night Live. It looks more like Chappelle was... Yeah, it was. It was brilliant. It looked more like Chappelle was doing a long stand-up set when he joked about several hot topics, but mostly uh, Chappelle focused on Kanye's anti-Semitic comments uh, over recent weeks. Uh, He joked about Trump and the 10,000 pages of documents Trump had at his house. And uh, then he went in on Herschel Walker, calling him, quote, observantly stupid. Okay? Yes. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Chappelle was ready for it. Well, um, hmm. Chappelle is already receiving backlash from anti the Anti-Defamation League. Uh, the CEO there, Jonathan Greenblatt, called out Chappelle's Saturday Night Live monologue for not just normalizing, but popularizing anti-Semitism. He tweeted, we shouldn't expect Dave Chappelle to serve as society's 
moral compass, but disturbing to see Saturday Night Live not just normalize, but popularize anti-Semitism. Why are Jewish sensitivities denied or diminished at almost every turn? Why does our trauma trigger applause? That's not what I... Well, did you get that out of that? I, I mean, that. I know we're not Jewish or anything, but did you... I didn't get that. What was Jesus. he... What was he saying? I mean, Chappelle. Well, I mean... Well, definitely... Go ahead. Comedy now is, is so... The council culture is so real. You can't say anything about anybody anymore. Now... Uh, uh, Dave said the N word. Uh, yeah. He sure ain't did. No, two times. Ain't no outcry. <laughs> ain't 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 no outcry. And how right. is that okay though? I mean, but, how, why why isn't there an outcry? Well, I mean, because we don't have a defense league. Mm. We don't have a group of people to protect us. That's we that's not. I one. don't even care. That didn't bother me. I don't even me. care. That, that, no. okay. the, the, the the thing that bothered me now is this man has come out, but he's preempted the statement back. by saying that Dave is not the moral compass, and he's not. Mm-hmm. He is mm-hmm. a comedian. Mm-hmm. You're right. And I don't know what he meant by normalizing or popularizing. Popularizing. I don't know mm-hmm. what that means. But I thought the set was absolutely brilliant. I mean, it okay. Was let me ask you this: as comedians, and and you, Steve, what is your job? What what are you supposed to do as the a comedian? The number one job, is job to make people laugh. Make people laugh. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it's also tied in at laughing at stuff that we're not supposed to laugh at. Mm-hmm. Is to to point out the absurdness, the ridiculousness, mm-hmm. and the unspoken and to bring it out in the form of comedy. Mm -hmm. That's our job. I'm telling you right now, Dave Chappelle, to me, after watching that, is a throwback to a cross between a Dick Gregory with a larger platform Mm -hmm. and the late, great Paul Mooney with with a a little bit more sensitivity to it. Mm-hmm. You put those combination of people together with Dave's genius, with Dave's genius, and you have Dave Chappelle. And um, did that set not show you? Did Dave just not demonstrate how one man tore his own career down? That was it. He just showed uh-huh. how Kanye West set himself on fire. Mm-hmm. Canceled himself, he huh? He canceled mm-hmm. himself. Mm-hmm. But then you know, there's an outcry that we should all be supporting Kanye and Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. I don't understand what's happening to him. I really, really don't. Uh, this brother just posted a video. He didn't even put a caption with it. And now he's apologized, but now they still suspending him and making him gravel back. I think that's foul on so many levels. It's like, you know, man, I mean, somebody else do it, and, and, and what happens to them? I don't see nobody having being forced to pay fines and stuff like that. Now, Kanye, <laughs> Kanye threw himself off the cliff. And it's just continually yeah. going down that hill. And I think mm-hmm. it's at the point where now where Kanye just needs some type of counseling from somebody who knows and cares about him to say, hey, bro, look, what's the goal here? Let's get the goal. Let's get a plan to go about going going after the goal. But Dave Chappelle's, 
thing was absolutely fine. I saw no problem with it myself personally. Well, um, moving on to another comedy legend in the news, uh, Netflix has Netflix has announced that it will make its first attempt at streaming a live comedy special with Chris Rock. Netflix VP of Comedy Format said, uh, we're thrilled the entire world will be able to experience a live Chris Rock comedy event and be part of Netflix history. Uh, This will be an unforgettable moment and we're so honored that Chris is carrying this torch. The special will reportedly stream live in early next year, 2023. So that's great. For Chris Rock, we'll congratulations! Watching. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And uh, finally, uh, Wakanda Ever, of course, came in number one at the box office, making a hundred and eighty yeah. million dollars. Okay, wow! The I saw biggest it. opening I saw in November. I saw you saw it. it. I saw it, man. I tried. Yes. It was all sold out. I saw <laughs> it last night. It. it was so mm-hmm. good. Wakanda family, mm-hmm. you see me? Yes. <laughs> I see you, girl. I see you. <laughs> Congratulations. All yes, right, coming up at 20 good. minutes after the hour, Democrats are increasingly optimistic about holding the Senate after a win in Nevada, and we'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Democratic Senator Catherine Cortez Mastro of Nevada narrowly defeated Republican Adam Laxalt to win re-election. Mastro's victory means Democrats will hold the Senate regardless of the outcome of Georgia's December 6th runoff election. That is great news when Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock and Republican Herschel Walker will once again face each other. Democrats retain 50 seats in the closely divided chamber with Vice President Kamala Harris holding the tie-breaking vote. So there you go. Yeah, but we got to yeah. really secure this thing because right now it's the to. same old That's control right. we have is 50-50 and Kamala Harris mm-hmm. breaks the tie. Vice President Kamala Harris breaks the tie. We need mm. Warnock to win. So it's Absolutely. a decided yes. and decisive mm-hmm. victory. Absolutely. And I'm well, telling you all finish his work. We are in a war over here. Yes. Mm-hmm. I've, these Republicans war. and conservatives have scraped the bottom of the barrel just for a win. They have a candidate in Herschel Walker who exemplifies none of the qualities mm-hmm. that they claim to be running mm-hmm. on, which they are not. Mm-hmm. But he is so the direct opposite. I do not appreciate Lindsey Graham coming on over the weekend touting uh, Herschel Walker's uh, need uh, for black people to join the conservative party when in actuality it wasn't really to help black people at all. It was to help his program and his plot to move the conservative movement forward. Herschel Walker isn't good for anything or anybody except to move their conservative agenda forward. We have got to get to the polls in Georgia again, and we are going to show up again, and those of us that didn't go are going to go, and those of who has went will go back because this guy right here is so the wrong representation of anybody, but especially for us. And for them to go and get him, move him to Georgia, and prop him up to bring down Raphael Warnock so they could get power and control, it's the most obvious blatant attempt with the most unqualified candidate. You went and got who? Herschel Walker. And for Lindsey Graham to be talking about 
how we should stop destroying this man's character, which he has already destroyed. His, his family own. don't support him. <laughs> right. His ex-wives yeah. don't support him. He got right. no support from he, he the man paying for abortions. He beating women. He don't talk to his own children. He denied taking care of his own child. What? What? Mm. Yeah. You mm. go and get the worst example. What you always talk about? We are, and then you prop him up as the face of your party as a senator. Governor, senator, candidate in the state of Georgia. Man, get out of here. And then y'all run down there and vote for him blindly. I really just want to whoop your ass. Cause what is We're going to uh, switch gears here. Uh, coming up next, Mr. No Odell <laughs> will join us too. right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, she is here. She is here, dressed in all white like an angel yes, or something. Yes, Lord. Sister Odell, good morning. The music morning. is late, but I'm early. Good morning, everyone, <laughs> Shirley. Good morning, Sister Hi, Odell. Hi, Carly. Welcome. Hey, Sister Odell, how you doing? Mississippi Monica. <laughs> She's waiting. Says hello. Yeah. Junior boy, how's you? Good morning, Sister Odell. I'm great. Thomas, boy, good. Y- yes, ma'am. Good morning. How's your throat? I'm doing well, doing very We've been well. Praying for you. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. God is in the healing business, Thomas. Don't yes, you forget it now. Yes, he is. Oh, glory! <laughs> He's back out on the stage, sister. Odell. I know he, he was. Some mm-hmm. people call me. You know, some people that ain't really oh, going did. to heaven. They went to the club the other night. <laughs> call me. Well, I was glad they went to see him and verified that God is in the healing business. Mm-hmm. You know. What's going on today, everyone? Well, I, I wanted <laughs> to bring this up, this subject up, and, and just get your take on it, your opinion, Sister Odell. It's about Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon has a bunch of kids. Oh, and, Jesus. Yeah, and over the weekend, he he welcomed, we're, we're not quite sure, it's either his 11th or his 12th baby girl uh, to the world um, with Abby De La Rosa on, on Friday. Nick and Abby uh, named their daughter Beautiful Zeppelin canon uh so i I'm just want to ask you sister odell have you been keeping up with nick's baby news i mean it seems like every other well week you know first of all baby. if you you know you out of you don't have too many kids when you start naming your kids zeppelin <laughs> like a hot air balloon <laughs> you done ran out of all the black names now you're doing white rock stars Led Zeppelin. Well, once yeah. black people started naming their kids white rock stars, they done ran out of black <laughs> And the argument whether it's 11 or 12, listen, if you go to the mm-hmm. grocery store mm-hmm. and you buy a dozen eggs mm-hmm. and you drive all the way home yes, on ma'am. Saturday and then you wake up Sunday and you open up the dozen and it's an egg missing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is you gonna drive the whole car back over to that store for one egg? No, ma'am. So no, what no, difference ma'am. do it make if it's no, 11 ma'am. or 12? It's a lot yeah. of eggs. It's a no, lot. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Dozen it's a lot. almost a dozen. It's, 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 that's a lot of eggs. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yes, some, ma'am. Some, uh, some comedy news for you, Sister Odell. Did you see what? Dave Chappelle on Saturday Night Live? Girl. I love him because he's uh, what they call what's the word they say he's contra- controversial. No. Controversial. Mm-hmm. And I just I just love him because he say whatever he want to say. He don't care. <laughs> he 
Yeah, but he gets in a lot of trouble. He gets, you know, lately he's been and getting in trouble. He got for a lot of money. You know, obviously he don't care nothing about trouble because he go looking for it. <laughs> <laughs> he speaks his mind. He does. Speak his yeah, mind and mine too. <laughs> oh, yours. <laughs> no. Yeah, we need to find a way to get him saved and get him in the pulpit. <laughs> oh, what, what? Why? What, what would he? I mean, not why. I well, know just why, tell but... the truth. You know, we got enough. Oh, you know. okay. Mm. All right. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. everybody to make... that's in the pulpit ain't called. Some of them just went. They just showed up. You know, it's the difference between call and just went. <laughs> what, what's yes, the difference, it's Rodell? Well, when when you called, Jesus asked you to come and put it on your life and your heart. Oh, mm-hmm. yes, ma'am. Uh-huh. I see Some of these men just uh-huh. go down there. They ain't went to the seminary school or nothing. To the what? Seminary school. <laughs> oh, seminary, seminary, you mean? Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Seminary, uh-huh. you know, because you got to see how many scriptures you can remember. <laughs> <laughs> So it's a seminary school. You got to see how many. You got to see how many you can know. So it's a seminary school. See how many uh-huh. you can memorize. If I looked at Steve several times for it, but he's not a good candidate. I listened to Steve. To oh, he's he not because a lot. Because he's not going to want to do the sick is. and shut in list. He don't do good around sick people. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's true. We that's all true. know that for that's a fact. Because yeah. once that's you sick yes, and ma'am. shut in with Steve, you just shut in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Sister Odell, for stopping All by. All right, anytime. Show appreciate mm-hmm. having the shortest segment on the show. <laughs> Coming up next, it <laughs> is the nephew with today's prank phone call. Right after this. Yeah. Thank you, Sister Odell. <laughs> yes, <is>. ma'am. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject: What does she have that I don't? We'll get into that in just a bit. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? You know what? I got a lot. You know I got an ignorant prank. You know I got something stupid. Mm-hmm. But I first want to say thank you to Charleston, South Carolina, the low what country. What, what happened in the low country? Came out to see your boy. Came out in big numbers. And I stood there and did the damn thing. I want to thank you for my boys. That's them nephew time. Them friends. Them boys did. They doggone thing. And the next stop is Greenville, North Carolina, December 22nd. I'm grabbing the mic again. So the nephew is gradually coming Where? back. All right, Where amen. So how was it? At the Greenville Convention Center, Uncle Steve. Greenville Convention Center. That is where I would be December the 22nd. And tickets are on sale right now. So yeah. how'd you feel getting out, getting back out there? Oh, my God. You know what? I was standing ovation when I came and I was standing ovation when I left. You can't beat that, Shirley. Oh, so I had to, you nice. know, stop them tears. Nice. I had to stop them tears and get to the jokes because I was about to start crying. But I got through it. <laughs> my you man didn't cry. Good, 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 good. God is good. You know he did. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I'm sure that was touching. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was good. Well, it was good, good to be back I'm on glad. stage. And get Good back into the swing of it. So thank you, Charleston, South mm-hmm. Carolina. Next stop, Greenville, North Carolina. All right? Now this right here, okay. this prank called is Garnish Your Wages. Garnish okay. Your Wages. The stupidity Ooh, continues. Here it is. Hello. I'm trying to reach a uh, place. Message calling. My name is uh, from the district attorney's office. Yes. Uh, hi, how are you? Uh, giving you a call today, ma'am. Trying to get some updates from you. Your husband, Mr. C- is he uh, still not working at this point? No, sir. 
Okay. Uh, how long has he been out of work so far, ma'am? Could you could you give me an update on this? First of the year, January. Okay. All right. Here's what we're having, the problems that we're having. You have a son. Um, I think it's uh, his name is as well, 14 years old. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Okay. The child support is not being paid from uh, Mr. For the uh, for Mr. Young, and we're trying to get this thing rectified now. The problem that we're going to have, and the reason why we're giving you a call, is considering that your your husband hasn't worked since the first of the year, and I haven't done the research yet. I'm just mm-hmm. now I'm just now pulling up your file. I haven't done the research to see how many months in the rears he is on child support. But it, it just started once um, he lost his job. Okay. Well, problem that we're we're going to have is they're going to start taking. Uh, child support actually uh, and, and I hate to give you this news out of your check until I don't, I don't understand how that's so because I have my own kids so I, I don't understand that I understand but they're going to be garnishing your check ma'am uh, until this until your husband can get this thing back on his feet and get it rectified and get him uh, up to par as far of all the payments that are hurt that are not and there. when will this be taking place because if that's the case I'm not going to be working because <laughs> that's not going to happen I have my own children so I don't understand how that's so I don't, I don't have anything to do with child support or anything like that. And if that's the case, I'm not going to be working as of right now. The garnishing of the check is going to come from you. And you are at the hospital, correct? No. That's not It's not where you work? I don't, I'm not going to be working as of right now. <laughs> that's what I just told you. So y'all do whatever you got to do, and I'll do whatever I have to do on my end, okay? Well, well hold on a minute. You're willing to quit your job? I'm not understanding this. this... You're sure why? Because I, I'm not going to be taking care of someone else's kids and I have my own. So how? That's right. So somebody else can take care of my eyes then, because I'm not going to be doing it. You're so right. All right. Well, I mean, I'm just, you know, don't, I don't want you to who, be upset with, you? I, I don't mean, want you to be upset with me. I can be able to contact you. Okay. You, you know, I'm going to let, I'm going to let you know this. It's a bit of information. You're mm-hmm. still going to, if, if you're quitting your job, ma'am, you guys are still going to be liable for the child support. Okay. Well, that's fine. Not you guys, because it's not my children, sir. Okay, it's not you guys. It's he will be liable. Okay, because okay? I don't. I mean, can I step? Can you hold one moment? Because I need to step outside. If that's okay, or if there's a number, I can contact you back. Okay, are you able to step outside right now? Um, yes, but I'm gonna get on the elevator and it's gonna kind of throw the call off. Okay, let's do this. Why don't you step outside? And, and I'll wait for you to call. Give me about forty-five seconds, but I'm gonna give a call to my manager on this situation. Okay. Please do, sir. Okay. All right. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh-huh. Hello. Okay, Miss. Yes, sir. Hi, again from the district attorney's okay. office. Okay, you can hear me now. Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. I sure can. Now let's get to the bottom of everything. I couldn't get my manager on the phone, but uh-huh. uh, I'll keep trying. I just want to know. Um, I mean, that, that's I'm just a mess- messenger mean, letting you. Know, you- I, hate, I know you are, and I hate to be so short with you, but I don't understand because we're not even getting enough income coming in as of right now. And you're speaking of, I have three children that I'm struggling to take care of on my own and find somebody from the district or something. But um, and you're speaking of that you're going to be deducting money from gonna share my check for his child support. What's your something? What's your name? Man, who's is, is there someone else I need to speak with? No, we're on the phone. That's my sister taking care of some What part of district attorney? County, ma'am. Yeah. She is on the line from the Office of Child Support Service. She works with the Office of Child Support Service. Okay, okay. may I speak with your sister? Let, let me, me speak with your sister, okay. ma'am. 
So what do you, I mean, how is this going to be done? Because that's not going to leave me to cast a bed to support my own kids. Well, you know, I mean, in my own home. I, I understand that. You know, maybe this is a problem with having a person hanging around. It's not know. a person because has raised his feet about his kids all their life. This is a jealous mother that decided after 18 years that she wanted to. Uh, what in the what in the hell is going on with those people in the background? Hello. This nephew Tommy. It didn't hit the fan. She went off. No, I couldn't get her to go out, but her sister was there. Don't say nothing to him. Made her get off the phone. So I need you to call on three ways. They was calling somebody. They probably was calling downtown. Gonna get themselves in more trouble. Okay, hold on a minute. No, you won't. You're going to talk to her right now. Who the f Who is this? I told you you're going to pay this child support, not me. Get your life. Get the best way you can. He's talking to me. Call me. I'm going to pay this child support. You pay that. You're going to make me. You're going to make me whip your behind this money. Find out who he is. You wanna you wanna talk to my lawyer, sir? You, yeah, I wanna. Where's your? You don't have a lawyer. You know yeah, well you don't have one. Why don't y'all? Whoever, however you got my number, honey. This some process. They have to go through for your job. Has been gone. We have to go to court first. Lose the case. Who is this? This nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yo, just got pranked by baby. I'm gonna cut y'all. I gotta ask, I gotta ask all y'all something. What is the baddest radio show in the land? <laughs> oh, you played too much. I played too much. I loved much. her attitude, though. I loved her attitude. <laughs> but I loved it when I uh, wish the other lady mm. Uh-uh, I call you back, Charlie. I'll tell you later. Uh -huh. And that's exactly how y'all sound, too, boy. Uh, yes. yeah. Don't yeah, say you ain't nothing. gonna believe this. Don't yeah. say nothing to me. Attitude. I got some stuff to handle. Uh, Why is always somebody right, that ain't a lawyer think they're a lawyer? Don't say nothing mm -hmm. to them. I know how you're supposed to do this. Yeah, don't go down there to the courthouse. <laughs> yeah, don't say nothing. I know how it work out. I know how they do it. Don't even don't do that. Why do we say courthouse though? <laughs> it's court. Why do we say courthouse? I love it. <laughs> All right, nephew. Thank you, as always. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter's subject. What does she have that I don't have? Well, we'll find out right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It is time now for the Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, please, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com by clicking Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And you never know, it could be yours. It could be yours. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, what does she have that I don't? Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm married to a man that is three years my senior, and he is causing me so much anxiety. His first wife is a big girl, and the woman he dated after his divorce was thick, too. When we met, he called me nicknames like Lil' Bit and Tiny Tot. So I asked him if he had a problem with my size. I'm 5'3", and I have a tiny frame, but everything is proportionate. He has been making me feel like I'm not thick enough. Um, His ex-wife is still a big part of his life. They grew up together, and she's very close to his mother, too. We can be having dinner at his mother's house, and the ex-wife will pop in to say hello. It was fine at first, but now it's giving me a lot of anxiety because I think my husband is secretly having an affair with her. I overheard him and his cousin talking about how his ex-wife is controlling and lazy. Then my husband said that there was something that always kept him coming back to her for years. What is it that kept him going back? What does she have that I don't? I own a creative dance studio and I'm at home. I'm a home health nurse part time. When we got married, he told me that he would support me leaving nursing altogether so I could focus on my dance studio. That has not happened. Instead, he paid off the car that he bought his ex-wife before their divorce. He said he owed her that. I take great care of my man, and sex used to be great between us, but now he rations it out to me. He has told me I need a little more cushion for the pushing, and I'm sure that means that my booty is too small for him. Uh, Mm. I blame all of this on his big boned ex. What does this chick have that I don't? Mm. Well, I guess booty for one but um I, I think your husband needs to stop making you feel some kind of way because he prefers big boned or curvy women um you're you and by the way you sound like you have a 
you know, a petite, cute little body, tight dancers type body. Uh, there are a lot of men who would uh, find you super attractive, you know? So please stop comparing yourself to his ex-wife and do not change or blame yourself for who you are. People come in all different shapes and sizes. We know that because that's the way God made us. It's not you, it's your husband. If he is cheating with his ex like you think he is, then that's on him. It's not on you. So again, please don't blame yourself. The ex um, knows exactly what she's doing. She's being messy. She just happens to drop by when you guys are at his mom's for dinner. Oh, really? It's disrespectful to your marriage and it's disrespectful to you. Your husband and his mother could make her stop if they wanted to, and he should care about how it makes you feel, but he doesn't. Uh, and, and the fact that he paid her car off and said he owed her that, why does he owe her that? And now he's rationing out sex to you. Who does he think he is? I think you need to think about if you still want to be married to a man you feel is cheating on you with his ex, I think it's time for you to let him know that you feel, you know, how you feel about sister big bone. That's what I think. Steve. Well, well, well. See, the subject (laughs) of the letter is what does she have that I don't? I think we ought to just answer that question. Get on with this letter. Because it's filled with what she got that you don't. (laughs) And I'm going to read it to you. And you tell me what you think she got that you don't have. His first wife is a big girl. And the woman he dated after his divorce was thick too. Big girl, thick too. Your name at the end of this letter for her was Big Boned X. Mm-hmm. Let's start with that. Because <laughs> you, your nickname is Little Bit and Tiny Tot. Woo. Tiny Tot is a small hash brown. What? <laughs> that's what a Tiny <laughs> Tot is. Tater Tot. Say, that's where they got the name from. (laughs) You are nothing but a Tater Tot. (laughs) He wanted that hash brown that they bring out at Denny's. The one that cover a quarter of the plate and it's got extra potatoes mashed down and shredded and it's hanging over the side. Really? Really? (laughs) He want Waffle House hash brown. Chunk covered, diced, and sliced. He had that. Yeah, that, that's what he liked. Now, he done messed around and tried since he didn't have no luck with him. So he done went and got the little tater tot. You five three with a tiny frame. Everything is proportional. Buddy making you feel like you ain't thick enough. His ex-wife is still a big part of his life. They grew up together. She's very close to his mama, too. We'll be having dinner at his mama's house, and the ex-wife would just pop up to say hello. Really? Hmm. Hello. She said that at first it was fine. Wait, 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 wait. How is hmm. it that she pops over there every time y'all at dinner to the point where you were saying first it was fine? Either he's saying, I'm going to be at mama's house, or the mama going, here go your chance. <laughs> yeah. Over here. <laughs> she coming over here with Stanley. Here's your chance. Wear something tight, girl. Get him back. You know, you was always my favorite. Hold that thought, Steve. (laughs) Yeah, hold that thought. 
We'll have Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Part two, uh, today's Strawberry Letter subject, what does she have that I don't? We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject is, what does she have that I don't? Well, the question I'm asking the whole letter is, what does she have that you don't? And I'm going to read it to you in the letter. His first wife was a big girl. The woman he dated after divorce was thick, too. You are 5'3 with a tiny frame. Your nickname is Little Bit and Tiny Tot. Tiny Tot is a derivative of Tater Tot. Tater Tot is a derivative of hash brown potatoes. Now, when you go to Denny's, it come out, it look like a pancake. It's mashed down and shredded potatoes, but they have ends that hang over the plate. If you go to Waffle House and you get the hash browns, you get them chunked, smothered, diced, and sliced. Mm. Lord have mercy. <laughs> you can't do that with a tater tot. Mm. So now, what does she have that I don't? Size. <laughs> now, what else don't she have? Mm-hmm. His ex-wife is still a big part of his life. They grew up together. She's very close to his mother, too. We could be having dinner at his mother's house, and the ex will just pop up and say hello. Every time you're over there having dinner, the ex pop up. Yeah. Now, either he's telling him he's going over mama's house or mama going, you, you need to get over here. <laughs> Stanley coming with her. All of them are messy. Wear something tight. So what else does she mama. have that you don't? <laughs> A close relationship with the mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now this is calling you the anxiety because you think your husband is secretly having an affair with her. Because you overheard his cousin talking about his ex-wife controlling and lazy. Then my husband said that was something that always kept him coming back to her for years. What is that that kept him coming back, you asked? Mm. Mm. She asked in the middle of what is that that kept him coming back? What did she have mm. that I don't? Whoa, little girl, little girl. Look at she's a grump. She's his wife. She has throwing power. What does that mean? She has throwing. She has enough stuff where she can throw it. See this little girl, five three, tiny friend. You ain't got nothing to throw. She's a dancer. She can't throw it though. Throw what? Her hips? What? Everything. Throw it. <laughs> throw it. <She> can <laughs> throw it. She can sling. It. It well, you should when stay it, with when her. When it land, it make noise. Throwing power. All that's happening. What does she have that I don't? The ability to make noise. (laughs) Yeah. I own a creative dance studio and I'm a home health nurse part time. Right there. There goes something else. He don't want nobody Mm -hmm. dancing. He don't care nothing about that. And he don't need no at home health nurse. He ain't sick. She got skills. When we got married, he told me he could support me leaving nursing all together so I could focus on my dancer. That ain't happened. Instead, he paid off the car that he bought his ex-wife for that deserve. He said he owed her that. That's right. Mm. He got to keep her oh, happy because she kept him happy. She was overpowering and lazy, but she was throwing it. <laughs> I take great care of my man. His sex used to be great between us. Now he rashes it out to me because... He don't want to hurt you. Oh, really? He don't want to hurt you. 
He has told me I need a little more cushion for the pushing. I'm sure that means that my booty's too small for him. <laughs> that probably is true. Now, it's just right for somebody, but it is too small for him. But what he's been used to doing is big and thick. See, you kind of like, you, you at Burger what? King. What? Just say it. See, you at Burger King. Okay. He like a mm. double whopper. That's what he <laughs> A double <laughs> whopper. Now, the Whopper Jr. is on sale for 89 cents. <laughs> double whopper and $4. Uh-huh. Yeah, but he's standing there looking at that million, that double whopper. He don't give a damn if it's $4. He don't give a damn if it's got to pay for this car. It's a double whopper. Because mm-hmm. the junior whopper's on sale for 89 cents. Don't nobody go to whopper. Or go to, nobody go to Burger King to get the junior whopper. They can take junior whopper off the menu. <laughs> All your trips to Burger King, have you ever ordered the junior whopper? Never. Why? <laughs> Why? You can get the Whopper. Like meat. (laughs) Don't nobody go to McDonald's and get the small fry. (laughs) Even though it's the same amount of fries in the bag. (laughs) It's the same amount of fries. It's just the carton is bigger at the bottom and it pushes the fries up to the top. It's the same scoop. It's one scoop going to the bag and one scoop going to the thing. I'm just busting McDonald's. It's the same amount of fries, y'all. What? Well, when you go to, it's the same amount. You can look it up online. It's the exact same amount. I've seen it done before. I worked at Burger I like Whoppers. I don't like Junior Whoppers. Now, what, what, what we had in this letter, you a Junior Whopper. Well, he, he should have stayed with the Whopper then. Well, he was having trouble managing the double Whopper. Well. So he tried the Junior Whopper, so he thought he could handle it better, but now he ain't happy. I don't feel threw, sorry for him. Well, three, four bites, and you threw it to Junior Whopper. You still chewing on that Whopper double Whopper. Okay. Uh, hit us up on Instagram at Steve Harvey Ooh. FM. What does she have on... that I don't? She got two patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese. <laughs> to comment <laughs> on today's strawberry letter, crazy. She's a Big uh, Mac. You can also check out the strawberry just letter cheeseburger. <laughs> on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, we'll have sports talk with Junior. She'll right and a shake. You just fine. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for Junior and sports talk. What you got, Junior? All right, here we go. Pippin Week 10 in the NFL, man. <laughs> Pippin on fire. I'm going to a little bit. This, I was on fire. I don't yeah, know. Let's see. Here okay, we go, Okay, I ain't know. <laughs> <laughs> Buccaneers over the Seahawks, twenty-one to sixteen. Pippin picked it. I knew that. <laughs> the Vikings, man, thirty-three to the Bills, thirty. Man, the Vikings actually pulled that one off. Man, pick the Bills on that one. No, it don't sound like I would pick that. <laughs> here you go, buddy. Here you won. You did pick though, Pippin. Detroit Lions over the Chicago Bears, thirty-one to thirty. Got him. <laughs> Sorry about that, Phil. <laughs> also, man. You picked this one too, Pippin. The Titans over the Broncos, seventeen to ten. Told y'all, <laughs> is this just not working out for Russell Wilson, man? What is going nah, on, Pippin? Nah, man, it's all right. Just go and get that money. Go on to the house. <laughs> Here we go. Another you got one you money pick. in Seattle. You can't have wins too. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady got a Super Bowl. He ain't got Giselle. You see how? <laughs> <laughs> you can't have everything. See where you go, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Here we go, Pippen. You picked this one, man. The Chiefs over the Jaguars, man. Yeah, 27 to 17. Got it. Dolphins over the Browns, man. 39 to 17. You know, them Browns is just more disappointment, man. I'm thinking about not cheering for their ass. No more this year. What, Pippen? <laughs> no, Pippen, man, you got this one, I don't know, but when the massage therapists get back, we might be all right. Uh-oh. 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 Okay. Here you go, Pippen. You got this one, man. Giants over the Texans, 24 to 16. Wow. Uh, Pippen. Uh, went hard. Come on. <laughs> Steelers over the Saints, man, 20 to 10. I tried to pull for the Saints, but I knew Tosh was in trouble on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Colts over the Raiders. You called it 25 Tell to 20. <laughs> Tell them the Raiders in trouble this year. Ain't nothing going right. They're in Vegas, man. This ain't very over there in Vegas. They can't stay out of them. They can't stay casinos, though. <laughs> is that what it is? Casinos <laughs> and strip clubs. They all at brothels and everything. They the models going down there, talking to everything. Yeah, man, man, boys, I'm saying chance. Man, here we go, Pippen. Man, the Packers over the Cowboys in overtime, man, 31 to 28. I picked the Cowboys on that one, though. Yeah. Bad yeah, coaching. That was bad coaching. Yeah, bad coaching, man. Fourth and two, one play. Golly, man. Here we go, Pippen. Cardinals over the Rams. You picked that one, though. Told 27 you. to 17. <laughs> Pippen, all right this week. Yeah, Pippen. Here go another one, Pippen. Panthers over the Falcons, 25 to 15. Did I pick the Falcons? Yeah, you picked the Falcons, Pippen. But, man, yeah. you still on four losses, Pippen. That ain't bad, man. All right. That bad Pippen's on fire. <laughs> Thank you, Pippen. Thank you, Junior. Coming up at the top of the hour. Yes, we'll help out a listener fire. that sent us a question on Facebook right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Well, Steve, this is a Facebook question from LG in Tennessee. LG says, I'm 22 and my girlfriend is 25. She just had our first child and she is a great woman. She is so great that we've never, ever had an argument. She's so great that she deserves a man that's 100 times better than me because I am not in love with her at all. 
I'm in love with my best friend. And when I see her, I feel like Superman. I'm very young and I'm not ready to settle down, but I was raised to man up to my responsibilities. What do I do? First of all, you have to be from honest. LG. You have to be honest. If you're not in love with this girl and she deserves better, you should let her know that. Now, are you gonna do that? No. Why? Because you're not you're not a brave person. One more other thing. I'm in love with my best friend. I told y'all about these male and female relationships, these friendships. I, I don't know how many times I have to say it, but they come on here and eventually it leaks out. Mm-hmm. Now this wonderful woman that you have, that you have a baby with and you never had an argument, she deserves better. I, it's it's a sad situation, man. She's gotten herself in this predicament with you, but you ain't ready. You know, but I've been in that position before, young man. I've been not ready, and I moved forward not ready. It was a mistake. I shouldn't have did it. I messed up a lot of people along the way. So if I were you, I would just say I'm not ready. But it's you've already produced a child. Yeah. And now guess what? You're going to bounce on her because you ain't in love with her at all. You're going to bounce on her because your heart is with another woman who you've been lying to, too, telling her y'all just friends. See how this works, man? You're doing a lot of lying. But, so, Steve, bro, he did say that he was raised to man up to his responsibilities. He did say that. Okay, surely. He's fitting mm-hmm. to bounce on this girl and mm-hmm. fitting to leave her and the child. Now, he's going to pay child support. Okay. Okay. And he might be a great dad, which he, uh, hopefully he will be. Yeah. But he's not going to be with this girl. No, I agree with you on that. She's going to discover this and be upset. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Now, y'all never had an argument before, but prepare yourself. Whew. So now, oh. dog, since you all of that, or upbringing all that good, you got to go, go in there with the truth. That's what it's he wants to know. It's a little late for this truth. I'm pretty sure if you would have told her this truth before you gave her this baby, and before she had this baby, she might have made a different decision. But she didn't. Mm-hmm. You'd have told her all along how you felt about it. That's how you got in her underwear in the beginning. That's how mm-hmm. you did it. You told her what she wanted mm-hmm. to hear. Let's stop the lies, mm-hmm. fellas. That's what we do. We tell you what you want to hear to get in your underwear. Now we're in the underwear, and the underwear has sprouted fruit. Now we got mm-hmm. baby coming. Yeah. Now, now what you going to do? I was raised to be a man. Yeah, that's nice. Yada, yada, yada. You finna lead this woman. She ain't gonna thank you living up to your responsibility when you go in there and make that announcement, young man. So good luck, man. I don't know what to tell you. Well, I do know what to tell you. You need to go in there and tell her the truth, which she already Mm -hmm. knows. Mm -hmm. That argument you've never had, you will finally have one. Then you're gonna go and you're gonna find out that this girl that's your best friend that really don't want you at all. Wow. And now you're gonna be stuck like Chuck. And they're very young, 22 and 25, very young. That's real young. Mm-hmm. What, Junior? I'm just stupid at 22. He's, this sounds like me. Mm. Does at 22, it? I was having a unemployed ball at 22. <laughs> a ball? <laughs> Living my best life. <laughs> <laughs> Single, no 
kids. Out there wilding. Didn't mm-hmm. have a lot of money. Didn't need a lot. Ain't had nobody but yeah. me. Man, mm-hmm. Lord have mercy. Mm-hmm. I didn't have nobody but me. Mm-hmm. Okay. God. You Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. This is a story about the lengths people will go to to be Insta-famous or for clickbait on social media. It's just getting weirder and weirder. A a woman in Thailand uh, has been arrested after she filmed herself eating a bowl filled with broth, tomatoes, and get this, multiple dead bats. Damn. In the viral video clip, she picked up one of the dead animals and ripped it before dipping the meat into the sauce. She told viewers it was her first time eating a bat, and she described it as, quote, delicious, comparing its texture to raw meat. Authorities in Thailand arrested her for possession of protected wildlife carcasses and for violating the Computer-Related Crimes Act for uploading the clip. Oh, my God. Yeah, I saw About as disgusting as you could. Oh, yeah. I didn't She took a piece of the bat. Yeah. Took a piece of the bat, dipped it in the tomato stuff, and put it in her... Ugh, it was and went straight to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, some good ass bat. Yeah. <laughs> Who would even think of eating a bat? I never heard wow. that before. Ooh, girl, you know they got bat down there. <laughs> That's some high ass bat. It ain't it ain't ever on sale. That bat All right. seventy-four dollars a pound. <laughs> what? All right. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after. We'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time for Would You Rather, guys. Would you rather sit in the middle seat of a plane for five hours or would you rather ride the mega bus for eight hours? Oh, no. I got to take the middle seat. The middle seat on the plane. Y'all can have it. I take the middle seat. You going on the bus what? ride? You going oh, on yeah, the bus? Yeah. Hell yeah, I can walk up and down the aisle, talk to crazy ass people. <laughs> you can do that hell on yeah. a plane. Oh, hell yeah. Uh-uh. No, no, no. He no, said you want to walk down the aisle. That seat. No, oh. no, that, 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 no, no, that seat. See, that, at least that bus seat go back a little bit. That that yeah. middle seat don't go back at all. <laughs> it's different riding on the plane. Plane too small. I want <laughs> No, give me eight hours on that mega bus, man. That's a comedy show. And some sandwiches, man. All I need is that seat next to me vacant. Well, I'll put my bags in it. Yeah, I'm well, on that mega bus. bus. Well, I can take me back to the Greyhound days. Boy, let me tell you something, boy. When I get off that bus, the show that I'm going to have. That's what I said. Man. Okay. Wow. Parked my car in Mobile one time. And got on the bus? Wow. Rode to Florida. And did what? It went on there. Wow. <laughs> what you saying? Did what? I was homeless. The hell you mean? It did what? Went on there. This boy had a, this boy had a tour life. or something. Yeah, tour. I did too. Tour. I rode the bus to some tour dates, but tour. What you go down there for? Hell, it was warm. You just um, got wanted to get out of your oh, car. Yeah. Okay. Water. You know, walk around a little bit. Bathroom. Mm-hmm. Bus had a bathroom on it. Come back on there. Yeah. Get back up on that bus. Go somewhere. 
$99 summer pass, dog. You go everywhere. <laughs> went down there. I was right. down there first. I was first all the time. I got the front seat, talked to the uh-huh. driver, put my bag next to me. You know how people put their stuff <laughs> under the bus? I ain't never do that. I need all my stuff right here. I can't have nothing missing. <laughs> when is the movie coming out about oh, your life man. story? Boy. Man. man. All right, right would, you, it. would you rather wear your shoes on the wrong feet or would you rather wear really tight underwear? Which one? Shoe, them tight, tight shoes? Ass underwear. Yeah, I'm yeah. put them tight yeah. drawers on. Draws on. I've had them on yeah. before. Yeah. <laughs> you just. I'm going over the girl house one night and we're going over the huh? girl house one night and bought some leopard bikini underwear. Ooh. I had something for her. Car yeah. broke down on the way. I had to push uh-huh. my car on the side of the road. Uh-huh. I was out there for six hours. I never made it to the house. I took them drawers off. I had cuts all between my leg and everything. Oversharing. <laughs> I, had, I, I had diaper rash. Everything. <laughs> the drawers were so tight and got wet from all that pushing. All right, uh, enough of that, Steve. Coming up, it's the last break of the day. And, of course, we'll come uh, come back to close out the show uh, with our closing remarks right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. All right, guys. Here we are, our last break of the day. And, Steve, before you get to your closing, I got to say, I want to thank the Steve and Marjorie Harvey Foundation for having me as a guest speaker at yesterday's Single Mothers Enrichment Summit. It was really good, put on by your executive director, Sharon Page. Uh, A lot of single moms came out. We did a lot of sharing, a lot of uh, just transparency, you know, people telling their stories and everything. Great, great event. Uh, Good for the moms. to. uh, These are moms of some of the boys that you mentor, Steve. And um, really great event. Um, you gotta spoke, say Sherry? that. Uh huh. What you what you what 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 you say, Sherry? Excuse me. <laughs> what did you say? You say you spoke. Okay, what that's better. Say? What you said? I didn't. What really you get said that. to the people? <laughs> I said a lot of things. <laughs> I told how I got into radio. A lot of stuff like that. What it's like working on the show. You know, my experience being a single mom, being raised by a single mom, stuff like that. Mm, but um, mm, mm. okay, but um, but Steve, your executive director Sharon Page, I just want to let you know in case you haven't heard yet, gave away a lot of your money. <laughs> yeah, I got the phone call. From you. you got it already. <laughs> Every time she said she was giving somebody some money, she looked over there at me. Oh yeah, I'm telling you, know I'm gonna tell. It was fun though. We had a great time, and it was for a good cause too. For good causes. Of well, course. Thank you very much. Hey, these are my closing remarks today. I want to talk to people who live in Georgia now because we have a runoff coming up between Herschel Walker and Senator Raphael Warnock. I mean, for us, the decision is quite clear. But we have, it's more to it than this, you all. I want you all to be aware of what they're actually doing. 
Lindsey Graham made it perfectly clear when he came to the aid of Herschel Walker to talk about why he's good for black conservatism in this country and how many more black people he will lead to the conservative party if he is elected and we would stop degrading him. Lindsey Graham has never ever cared anything about any of our causes, wants, or needs. But if you listen to his interview very carefully, again, he didn't even realize it, but it wasn't about us anymore. It was about him, his agenda, and the conservative movement. The thing that's shocking to me is they go and they pick a Herschel Walker to carry the mantra across the finish line for them, to carry the banner of conservatism across the finish line for them. And they use it because they did two tricky things. First of all, they tried to confuse the black voter by putting another black person against another black person. The problem you did was you put a qualified black person up against an unqualified black person. So you went and got the unqualified, uneducated candidate and put him up against the educated, qualified candidate, and you thought that would be enough to trip us, trip us up. Well, it didn't. Now, what it did do was it served the purpose of your rural voters because they see nothing wrong with it. As long as they got him doing our bid, and they fine with all the words he mispronounces. They're fine with all the disconnected statements he makes. They fine with him having abortions. They fine with him beating his wife. They fine with him not taking care of his children. They cool with all that because that's what they think of us anyway. So that's why you really went and got a Herschel Walker because you could control his mouth. Well, what you can't control is the vote in Georgia. And we're going to surprise you now. Because somebody pointed out to me that we wouldn't even be, we would not even be shocked if you didn't pay the liberal candidate that went into the office and got those votes so you could create a closeness and a divisiveness in the party. Somebody pointed that out to me. I think you're slick enough to do that. But now you have the runoff. And Lindsey Graham was imploring everybody to give to his fund to help him out. Oh, man, it ain't to help him out. It's to help them out. Y'all, we have got to go. All of those who voted going to have to go vote again. And everybody that set it out, I want you to jump in. I want you to stop this madness right here. You are not going to turn the state of Georgia back red with this candidate that you went and dug out of Texas to bring over here to, to create confusion. Y'all, come on, man. Are you kidding me? This is embarrassing. This is First of all, it's embarrassing that we even have to do a runoff because when you look at the two candidates, it don't make no sense. But let me just say this to all the non-people of color who are voting. Are you serious, too? So really, man, you think that Herschel Walker is a better candidate than Raphael Warner? That's what you think? A lot of Herschel Walker's success is because of white votes. A lot of them. And I'm not going to let y'all dump this one off on us. Because the exit polls showed that black men went to the polls in record numbers this time. All the exit polls show that. So I want to congratulate my brothers for going to the polls and thank you for answering the call. But we got another problem right here. 
we got to do it again. We got to do it again. And we got to get more people who didn't vote this time, last time, to vote this time. We must stop this ridiculous movement for Herschel Walker. Go to the polls. Take everybody with you this time. Senator Raphael Warnock to be governor, to be senator for the state of Georgia. This Herschel Walker thing is ridiculous. It really is, man. It's, it's, it's embarrassing. I want to cuss, but I can't. This is embarrassing. Y'all have a great day, man. Get your vote, get your vote boots back on. We're going again. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steel, is every Thursday already know. a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.